Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What is happening? Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo PowerCast. And this is kind of a, a bonus episode where... We're going to be taking a look at the the history of Street Fighter, and uh, I've got I've got FGC Hitman with me. How are you? Hello, how's it going? This is FGC Hitman, and sometimes you eat the bear, and sometimes the bear eats you. Now, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's great. Well, you were just telling me you've been listening to to NPC since like you know 2019, 2020, yes. and. I've seen you in and out of like my Twitch streams and stuff like that. And uh, I see your uh, I see your Street Fighter stuff on Twitter all the time. And I was like, hey, we should we should uh, we should chat about about Street Fighter and our and our history with the game and everything. And so I want to point out the the footage that we've got going on. This is from one of the the long plays on YouTube. And uh, they immediately went into the controls and change the i believe they changed the heavy attack to the the triggers to the l and r buttons on the on the snes controller and, and that is exactly how i played were, were you the same way or how did you have your control set up i had both my mediums i had both my medium attacks on the top so the shoulder buttons so uh the l button would be medium punch and the r button would be medium kick and then i had my heavies on the y oh sorry on the x I, I play on all consoles, so like I get confused with the buttons. But the X button on Nintendo would be my heavy punch, and the A button would be heavy kick. You know, so I can have easy access to the heavy attacks back then because I play classic on the like with my thumbs. So, Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah for some reason, I don't know why. I probably read it in a magazine or something that somebody said put the heavies up there, and that's what I did. And. That's, I mean, and even trying to like do like E Honda, like trying to do his thousand hand slap or whatever, like trying to trying to spam the uh, the trigger with your with your finger. Not an easy, not an easy task whatsoever. So yeah, there's a shortcut input for that. Well, you know, like maybe I'll show you that one. I'll I'll show you that one in the future if you Ooh, want. Yeah. Okay, all right, all <laughs> yeah. right. I like this. I like this. Maybe there'll be some uh, there'll be some Street Fighter lessons in the in the near future, kind of like I did with Smash. So that would be that would be all right. I wish I wish the Switch was still getting like the newer street fighters but obviously i mean they're they're pretty uh the, the games take more more horsepower than what the switch could probably put out anymore since it's uh much more than just the pixels we're looking at on screen right now yeah but i think that was a missed opportunity in my opinion when 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 they came out with um either uh ultra street fighter 2 or the 30th anniversary of uh street fighter uh like of all the street fighter that that came out and everything they, that, that was an opportunity for us to get Ultra Street Fighter 4 onto the Switch, in my opinion. Because we never had it on Nintendo. 
Right. Yeah. And they, I mean, that was a 360 title and a PS4 title, right? Or a PS3 yeah. title, I mean? Yep. PS3, PS4, PC, and Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been cool. I mean, we got it on the, we got it on DS. You remember mm-hmm. Super Street, like Street Fighter 4 yeah. was on uh, DS? Yeah. You, you know what? That version actually had lesser input delay than the PS3 version. <laughs> the PS3 really? version was the worst. Yeah. There's like a chart out there, like if you look for it, about how much input delay, by frames, or or by milliseconds, I I believe. Interesting. And, uh, yeah. Interesting. So the first time I got into any kind of like frame data and stuff with was Dead or Alive Four, and uh, I I remember wow. meeting some random guy on like a like some kind of board, like a you know like a chat room or a, a yeah. some kind of forum or something, and we we would chat for a while, and he would send me like like all these documents on like the character like. I think I played as Christy was her name and and he would like I have these like massive PDFs of like all the different frame data and I'm like this is so much to try to to try to comprehend but it sounds like I'm guessing you go pretty deep with this stuff yeah You actually go deeper than me because I when I first saw the frame data I was playing Street Fighter 4 and I was already good like I had the natural reactions and regular fundamentals and I know how to punish but I already kind of knew frame data without knowing the actual numbers. But when I first saw it, it was overwhelming to me. It was just like similar to when my uh, stepbrother put me into Final Fantasy Tactics. You see all the stats on the screen and it's like overwhelming at first for me. And I was just like, I can't understand this stuff. But it's really simple once you break it down to lamer terms. And uh, it is important if you want to be competitive to know what the numbers are so you can optimize your punishes and stuff but you go way back to me i i started learning frame data at 2015 i still remember the year and i was at the end of ultra street fighter 4 because street fighter 5 came out in february 2016 so you got me you you got me there okay yeah yeah i mean uh so like i said it was dead or alive 4 and that was a a launch title for the 360 so um, it was probably like 2005 when I started when I started understanding that the fighting games went much deeper than just uh, the 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 fierce kick, the fierce uh, yes. jump kick to the fierce sweep. You know, that was like I could beat all my friends with that. So then I would go to the arcade and I'm like, why isn't this working? I could beat everybody with this with this combo at home. Why isn't it working in the arcade? And, uh, you know, I, if, I I I often would would reference Street Fighter when I would play smash because I'm like, I'm, I'm such an aggressive player and I jump so much and it yes. all came from, it all came from street fighter. So it's, uh, it's still, I probably should play Ryu or, or Ken in, uh, in smash just to see if, uh, if, if it would help, but I don't know. I think I would just, it, I think it would probably just add to my bad, my bad habits. So let's go back though. Let's take, uh, let's take, let's take the journey back. When did you, when did you start getting into, uh, into street fighter? I started getting into Street Fighter uh, when I used to, it's kind of like a personal story, but it's not too anything too crazy. But like, um, I used to have visitation. Um, I was in foster care and stuff, but I lived with my aunt, so it wasn't that bad. And um, I used to get visitations with uh, my mom in the Bronx. So Frisbee Avenue was the street. And um, she, like, she used to give me four quarters, you know, and, and, and I used to, you know, I saw Street, street Fighter 2 came out February what year 91 i think and at that time yep and at that time i was visiting her so it it, it just came out and i was already in tune with the arcades i've been a fan of the arcades since the 80s like even as a kid 
I, you know, I, the, like my memory with arcades go way back and, um, and it was just addicting. And even if I didn't have money, it, it was overcrowded. So it was like a show. It was like very competitive and it was just like, it was like an addiction. I was just like, I wanted to play street fighter, like, you know, and, and I love video games in general too. So I try hard on everything. So even a Mario, like I, so like my, my family used to hate me on that one, like my cousins, but like, it was just like, <laughs> it was just like, wow. Yeah. Like the characters, you know, like this was like the really one of the first fighting games. I don't know the year when uh, Fatal Fury came out, but I th uh, but I think it started with Street Fighter 2, where we had actual different character archetypes for the first time in fighting games. Like, mm. yeah, yes, like, yeah. Well, do you remember the first Street Fighter by chance? Yes, I played it maybe once or twice. I never, you know, like it, I, I saw one in one of the random because New York City is like one of the places. You know, like it was New York City. I think it was California and Chicago were the main cities that had like a plethora of arcade games and um like during the 80s and 90s during the fighting games and uh i ran into a couple of, I, I just didn't like it it's it's just very clunky it's 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 objectively not even a good game i'm, I'm sure you played it you know like I, I i played it and i didn't like it yeah i the the thing that i remember the most about it was like so i'm i'm very similar like we're pretty close to age and everything and so i spent a lot of time um in the arcades also now I had never seen Street Fighter One, uh, Street Fighter Two. Of course, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't stop playing. And then when it came to the SNES, I was, I was all over it, right? But, yeah. but I would always talk to my uncle, who was the one that would, who introduced me to gaming. He would take me to the arcade all the time when I was a kid. He was kind of like my older brother. Um, he was about twelve. He's about, uh, I think, about twelve years older than I am. So, uh, so he would often talk about about the first Street Fighter and how it was just not even that. He's like, yeah, you could only play as Ken and Ryu, and and it just yep. the con the controls are pretty bad. And if you guys want a chance to check it out, it is on the Switch on the 30th anniversary. I'm I'm fairly certain actually that it's uh, that I mean, you guys can double check me, of course, and and tweet at me and let me know I was wrong. But I'm pretty sure it's it is available because I think that was the first time I got to play it is when I popped the 30th anniversary of Street Fighter into the uh, into the Switch and was like, yo, this is uh, this. It was like one of those games of like like games of legend that I'd only heard that I'd only heard about. I'd never had the chance to play it until it uh, until it came out on the on the switch there. So oh yeah. It's on it it's on there in the 30th anniversary. And um when I revisited it, I still remember uh, I was in Afghanistan in 2006. I don't know if it was the year that it came out, but it was a PlayStation 2 and it was the Street Fighter uh, it was the Capcom collection. That was volume one and volume two. I think it came out in volume two. Oh, okay. And I got to revisit it there. And I was just like, oh my God, this game was so bad. Like the inputs, the inputs were broken. It was hard to do a Hadouken in that one. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, with, so I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. And I've talked about yes. it on the, on the show before, but I got my Super Nintendo. And I think the way it worked, I think they had to re, like, rearrange our normal Christmas schedule. Right, because yeah. usually my my mom's sister would come over for Christmas Eve, right, and then yes. and then we would do um, Christmas uh, morning with my um, with so so my my mom's sister and her dad, because my mom's parents were divorced, and then 
my mom's mom and her sister would come back for Christmas morning usually, but for some reason, the, the, the timing was, was off and it was Christmas night that I was with my, um, with my mom's sister when I got to open presents from her. And yeah. so I had got the super Nintendo that morning and, uh, was given, um, street fighter two from my aunt. And I immediately, I remember I opened the gift and then immediately opened the plastic off the box because I did not want my parents to be able to take it back because they had, I had this rule in the house where I wasn't allowed to play fighting games. Right. That was like, yeah. for some reason, like, and, and I, I don't even know what defines fighting games. We were talking about it before the show started a little bit. Like I had punch out. Right. So I was allowed to play punch out, but like, I want to say like, maybe like Ninja, Ninja Gaiden or, or Ninja Gaiden or like uh, maybe Contra was a little bit like too violent at, you know, for, for my parents back then. I'm not really yeah. sure what games they didn't want me. They would just say no fighting. Games, so maybe double dragon. Right. Cause there wasn't like actual fighting games really on the NES. Like later on in the life cycle, you got like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles tournament fighters or like the Kung Fu games that we were talking about. Yeah. Right. But like for the most part, there wasn't like, like they just kind of use that term like fighting game, but I don't even know what they, what they really meant because like I said, punch out was completely allowed. Like it was the game my dad and I played like, like every time I'd go to work with him on the farm we would come home at like midnight, pour a bowl of salsa and play, you know, try to see how far we could get in the, with little Mac through, through punch out. So, so I'm not really sure what, what they meant by that. But then by the time street fighter came out, um, I was so into it. I remember my friend got the super Nintendo early, or not early, but like like one of the first ones, right? Yeah. And I remember we walked. I was pretty young. I was I was uh, like probably like fifth grade or something, or maybe maybe right around there. And we walked um, a number of miles to go to the uh, this. I lived out in the country, and there was this little gas station that had Highway Home Electronics. And they had Super Nintendo games to rent, but not many people had the Super Nintendo, so everything was available. So we rented like R Type and um, Street Fighter Two, and it was my first like my first experience like um, really spending much time with the game, and I fell in love with it immediately. And I for some reason I went right to Zangief. He was my first. Uh, he was the first character I played as. I think probably because as we went through the. Uh, as we went through the instruction manual, his supers were the easiest to pull off as far as like just tapping all three punch buttons to, to spin. Yeah. Right. But then his, the, the three sixty the three sixty uh, like spinning pile driver was like, <laughs> was so difficult to pull off with D pad. But we spent that, that weekend just, just try. I mean, my thumbs were worn out, right. They were just <laughs> trashed, but I mean, I remember it, it, it vividly like we had so much fun playing playing street fighter do you have a similar experience when it came to the the game on the snes yes um all right so we used to go to my arcades now when i lived with my aunt there was a video store i used to go there they had a pool table i you know like i i, I was too young to shoot pool but i used to shoot the it, it had the white ball or whatever but i remember in that arcade they had street fighter 2 which they would upgrade to street fighter they had x-men the arcade game they had Raiden, that, that old school shooter. Oh, yeah. I love it. And uh, now behind the counter, one day they had Street Fighter 2 on Super Nintendo. I didn't know. That was my first time seeing it. And I was just like, and they let us all play on the Super Nintendo. It was just like, wow. I had, now we had a Super Nintendo in my house, but like um, 
I lived with my uh, older cousin and a, a younger cousin. So he was the one that would get all the upgrades. You know, like he would get the Super Nintendo, the NES when it came out. I had the Game Boy in Christmas. And then when he had the SNES, I had he handed me down the NES. But uh, long story short, he had it. He ended up getting Street Fighter 2 and 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 I would just keep playing it, you know. Like when he would leave, I would sneak to his room and and, and, and play Street. <laughs> I, love I, it. I would, yeah, I would play nonstop. And I knew the, the the code too. Like there was a code to get the extra colors of the costumes from Championship Edition. So that was another one right there. You know, and to get the extra didn't, colors. Didn't that same code allow you to play the same character versus the same character? Yes. Because that wasn't a po- that wasn't possible when the game for you couldn't go like you couldn't be Rio versus Rio you couldn't you know without and then once that code was entered it was like that was such a huge deal I remember like oh we can actually yeah. like we can really test each other's skills with the same character now it was I don't know it was just yeah. it, it's so goofy thinking about it as like we needed a code for that to be able to happen but that you know that's just the way it was. Yeah. Also, colors, colors back then, like in in the eighties, like Double Dragon, like even in Mario, like it was cool to see the different colors, like mm-hmm. you know, like 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 the Luigi costume, or like uh, Double Dragon seeing the red costume. I, I don't know, like when Championship came out and seeing you know Ryu with the gray with the blue bandana and you know Blanco with the blue, you know, like like different skin tones, and I was just like, oh man, this is this is awesome. I was just like, wow. <laughs> So, yeah, like, it was it was a big deal. I mean, you were talking about Mario. I used to like pause the game when I had the the star man back then before it was the superstar. Right. And and just see what different colors Mario could be. You know, I would just pause and pause and pause just to see the color. So it was a it was a big deal. And even I liked playing as Luigi because it was just different than the red and the brown. It yes. was white and green. It was a little more vibrant, you know, like. Uh, but but yeah, the, the, the colors were it was a, it was a pretty big deal at that time. So. Uh, I also did that same thing, by the way, with like like with the star, like to pause it to see the different colors. Like you yes. would see different colors. It'll be like a blue color. It'll be like I, I remember Mario turning blue, but I can't remember the other colors. But I used to pause it just to see. I know exactly what you're talking about. On yeah, that one. it was a big deal. It was now, now I'm going to make a TikTok of just of all the different uh, Mario colors from the first game. Like, that's going to be uh, that's going to be kind of fun, honestly. Like, <laughs> Go ahead. Get it. That's that's going to be it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it'll be so much easier now because I can just do it in editing. I can just take each frame <laughs> and not have to. Oh yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> not have to hit the pause button. So that'll be that'll be nice. But uh, that was a delay. That, that, that was a delay between the pauses too, right? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Every time. So, well, the we're, the footage we're watching right now it's showing Ken um, fighting M Bison, and uh, it's interesting because like in Japan, M Bison is actually uh, Balrog. Right, because it's yes. uh, it was like Mike Tyson, M Bison, and then, oh no, he's Vega. He he he's he's Vega. Which say okay, cor- so correct correct me. Which one is which? Okay, so Balrog is is the claw. Okay, and M Bison, or you know, or we in in, in the FGC, which stands for Fighting Game Community, we call him um, we call him Claw, and we call. M. Bison, which is Mike Bison, everybody knows uh, at this point, you know, Mike Tyson, but they didn't want any um, gimmick infrig- infringement, so they switched the names up. But we, we call him Boxer. We call Vega Claw, you know, like, and, okay. and Dictator. But M. Bison, or sorry, Dictator is Vega. Claw is considered Balrog. It doesn't make sense now. And then okay. Mike Bison okay. for Boxer. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I knew there was something there. I just, I didn't know Vega was in the mix. I thought it was just those two were 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 switched. So, um, it, it's yeah, it's it's. But do you remember playing like they? We just saw Bison on screen. I mean, yes. do you remember the first time you had to like go through, you know, Sagat, Balrog, Vega, and you were like, man, yes. I want to play as these characters, and they weren't they weren't available. Okay, I, I remember this now. I remember I, I always wanted to play as those characters, but I remember the first time. I fought Balrog. I don't know about you, but like I lost to each in every one of them. Oh, so, so yeah, same. Yeah, just wrecked, absolutely wrecked. Yeah, but I would go back home, and 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 their theme songs because they beat me would would stay in my mind like all night long, <laughs> you know. And, and Vegas theme, Balrog, uh, you know, Sagat's theme, and M Bison's theme. And I remember the first time I made it to M Bison in the arcade. And I still remember I lost. I only had one quarter left and I lost, but everybody was cheering me because everybody was trying to beat Bison. We all kids were like, I was eight years old, nine years old. You know, like everybody's around my age group, a couple of 13 year olds. And they were all like, yeah, you know, like it, 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 we had a little crowd there like cheering. And then I lost. But I remember when I first beat him, it was like, it, it was great. But like that, yeah, that is an experience that a lot of people won't, won't have. Right. Like, yeah. I remember playing, uh, I've, I've talked about before, but like Killer Instinct. And I learned that game on Super Nintendo would go to the arcade and then just smoke everybody in there. And I'd have a line of grown men behind me. I'm like 12 years old, just, just, and they're like, how are you doing this kid? I'm like, I don't know. Put your quarter up and get to the back of the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but then like, yeah, there would be people that would, you know, gather around and like watch, watch this kind of stuff go down. It was like, it was like an event. And I got to experience it. Um, at E3. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. 2017, 2016, I think. I think that's the first E3 I went to. And um, there, was an, there was an Evo champ who was there with his, with his girl. We were at this, we were at this barcade in, uh, in L.A. And it was open, except for the machines were under, under the roof just in case it rained. But the, 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 the yeah. bar was relatively... And there was a Street Fighter II machine in the middle of the of the room and it was displayed on all the tvs oh wow and so there was this there was an evo champ and then like one of the one of the top uh competitors happened to both be there and they both got on the machine and the whole place like there was like this whisper that just went through this whole barcade and everybody stopped and we just watched and it was like high level like insane street fighter two action on all these screens. And the, I mean, you could hear a pin drop in the place other than just the sound of the, of the sticks and the buttons because yeah. everybody was just like glued to the TV as they, and, and it was, it wasn't just a, like, you know, the, the Evo champ didn't just dominate this guy. Like they were, they were back and forth. It was close fights. Like it was, it was such a cool experience to see, you know, I mean, it's like, it, it, it's like, you know, you see two sports stars end up in the same, you know, 
in the same boxing ring. You know, two boxers end up in the same boxing ring, which isn't isn't necessarily yeah. going to happen. But something like this, where it's you know it's Street Fighter, like they were probably just as hyped to be there doing that as as all of us were watching it. Like it was it was it was something I'll never forget. You know, and 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 that's it, it's just crazy that you can you can take a you know some pixels and a handful of inputs and everything and make something that's just such a an iconic piece of of, of pop culture, especially for me. Um, yeah. And you know, so so going forward, like, did you progress with the game a lot in the arcade, or did you? Uh, was it more on the on the SNES that you were able to play some of the other games? Um, it was a little bit both, but like, um, I wasn't like really studying anything. It was just like, okay, I learned how to do a DP, or you know, which is the all you can. And I was just like, okay, I, like I learned how to, I started with Blanca and then I started using Ken and Ryu and I was just like, all right, like I get the basic concept of it and I got the basic jump in, I could do jump forward, uh, jump, heavy punch, and then heavy punch into either a Tatsu, which is the hurricane kick or the Oyukin and get them dizzy. And then, you know, like just do stuff like that. But like, I didn't progress that much, but I did progress in terms of everywhere I lived. I always wanted to take that top guy out. You know, like uh, and everywhere I live and I was able to at a young age and and over there in New York City, it gets a little crazy. You know, like I got into I a bet. couple of, you know, like I got into a couple of scuffles. And then there's those times because I'm a I'm a small, you know, 10 year old, nine year old or whatever. And, you know, we got we, we got grown men there and like bigger kids, you know, like and they got their quarter, but they're trying to put their quarter above yours. So like, you got to stand up for you. I'm like, nah, man, I got next, you know, like <laughs> I, I used to be like, nah, man, I got next, you know, like they'll act like they got next because they're the bigger guy. And, and it's just like, if you don't say nothing, you're going to be in the back of the line. So it's like, you right. got to be assertive at that. But uh, that's my experience with Street Fighter 2 on, uh, on that one, you know, is just trying to beat the best person there. There was always someone there or like, or that competition, or you want to stay there as long as you can, you know? Uh, yeah, I remember learning the game, right? And you're 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 just trying to get, you know, try to try to work your way up to the, you know, through the ranks or whatever. And then somebody would come put a quarter in and I'm like, nah. Like, you know, and then maybe you get lucky and there's somebody that they aren't that good. But then it seemed like a lot of times it would be somebody in there that would just run the machine the entire time I was in there. And I'm like, I don't want to keep giving my quarters to one person. Like I wanna I wanna play the game as long as possible, right? So then I'd end up yeah. moving on to something else or uh, and do you remember when they finally implemented like a, they had like a one through 10 where you could put 10 quarters on the, on the top of the arcade machine or whatever, or like a, right above the joystick so that people knew uh, what, what place they were uh, in line. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that's how we did it. I don't remember like 10 quarters, but I remember it'll be like, it'll be a bunch of quarters, but I knew which one was mine. It's like, you had to keep your eye on the quarter. I remember it like under the I, that vision right there i remember that in the video store there was like a video store like a local video mm. store and it was in it was in the basement and they had all the street fighter games there like and um it's a little dark and you know but that's that's what i remember right there is uh you 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 just wait you just wait your turn but me personally like i liked that challenge like when i was that top guy there i wanted to take him out and you know, like I used to save my lunch money, turn it into quarters and and, and go in, you know, like and, and I was the one that was lasting a while, too, like locally. But competitively, I've been in a couple of Street Fighter 2 tournaments like recently, you know, like not that far recent. There's some high level like. there, It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, they'll treat me like I, I never even knew how to play this game. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. That's, that's insane. Yeah. So for me, the progression obviously went, um, I remember I had it on SNES and then the challenger edition, which just came out on, uh, on the Nintendo switch online for the Sega came out and it was like, how do we play this with three buttons? This is ridiculous. So we never even messed with it. Right. And then, um, my, one of my best friends in high school, his name was Tim and he had, um, street fighter two turbo. And I remember just like, yo, this is like next level. This game's way faster and you could play with, uh, you know, with the boss characters and, Mm -hmm. you know, we would enter the code to be able to go up to 10 speed and we'd play at the fastest speed possible. Right. We were, (laughs) it was just, it was, it was crazy, but we, we had a great time with that. And then the gameplay we're watching is super street fighter two. And I remember the first time I played this, there was a kid down the street. And it's kind of interesting because I can't play this game without thinking about him, but it was his mom passed away Oh wow! and it was the yeah. game that he was given when, when his mom passed away to kind of help him like cope or whatever. And I remember borrowing it from him and then like not wanting to keep it very long and get it back to him just because like, it, you know, it just didn't, it, it, there was just something, there was just something about that. I'm like, nah, this game is, this game is, and I don't, you know, I don't, at the time we were just kids, you know, so I yeah. don't know if he even, he may not even cared all that much, but I just remembered for myself, I'm like, ah, I just got to save my money and get this because adding the new characters and everything, you know, it felt like street fighter three, uh, honestly, because it, there was just, you know, th- there was more to do. And I mean, again, I remember, honestly, I think I was playing street fighter, super street fighter two. I was homesick from school and there yeah. was this guy reciting my house on scaffolding and he, I could see him in the window and then all of a sudden he disappeared and I could just hear screaming. He had actually fallen off the scaffolding. He wasn't tied off or anything. Oh my God. And <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And he fell just in the right spot, like on the soft part of the lawn to where he didn't hurt. Like he missed a bunch of big rocks. And yeah. I remember him telling us, he's like, yo, this was, I, I had a feeling I shouldn't come to work today. And this definitely confirms it. And he left. And uh, I was just like, I just remember I'm sitting there playing Street Fighter. All of a sudden, this dude just disappears out of the window. I was like, what? What is going on? But, but it, I mean, he was watching you play some Street Fighter. That's, I think that's, so. that's, what that's, yep, that's, that's, that's the thing. But I mean, even look at, we're looking at like uh, Chun Li on the screen right now, right? And, yes. and she got a fireball. That wasn't in, that wasn't part of her original moveset, you know? So seeing, yeah. seeing the characters evolve over time, like, did you, who did you end up with as like a, like as a main during the Street Fighter times? And did it change as the game progressed? Um, I started with Blanco and I didn't know how to play the game, but you know, cause like when we didn't know how to play the game, like you had two, two characters for people who didn't know how to play the game. When you pick up and play as Chun-Li and Blanca, because you mash legs or you mash electricity. Mm-hmm. As I started learning, you know, I kept it basic. It was basically Ken or Ryu. And, um, and to be honest, I, that was it. I was always maining those guys, but when it came to, Super Nintendo or whatever, I used to do something called a character battle. So it'll be me or it could be a friend. And what happens is you start from one end of the character select screen. I start in another. We'll do first to two. And when you lose or you move to the next character, oh, it's almost like it's almost like a Survivor series, like in wrestling, like when they, right. they're all gone, it's over. So like and you just keep going, you know, like if you win, you stay with the same character, you lose, you move on to the next so, or vice versa, you know, because like if you're that good and you're going to win, like if you win, you go to the next one, like, you know, like you could switch it up if you want uh, when it comes with that. But like, uh, 
that that was my way of getting my money's worth back in the days um using every character in in any street fighter that i own was having character battles so that that's so cool i love that and i was like guile was my main but then I would, uh, and I mentioned it on stream yesterday, and they were like, "Oh, you mean the 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 camping the the camping fighter in?" Uh... But see, I never played him that way because I was I was too aggressive with everything, so yeah. I never I never camped with him really. I would just, uh, but then I remember like I would watch the way the computer played, and I'm like, "This guy is just like hitting me with the sonic kick like all the time. Like every time I yeah. get near him, he would he would he would put me down." I'm like, "Okay." But again, I would still, you know, I wouldn't learn. I'm just like, nope, I'm going to get one in. I'm going to make it work. It never, it, it, it never worked. But uh, yeah, but, yeah, but they cheated back then too. Like, like, uh, like if you play the arcades, like to do the, the flash kick, I called it the blade kick back in the days, but it's called the flash kick. Oh, that's right. Flash kick. I'm like, I know it's not called yeah. the sonic kick. I, as it came out of my mouth, I'm like, no, oh, sonic kick is fine too. Gonna, somebody's <laughs> no, going to roast me. So <laughs> you're good. I, because I, I called it the blade kick back in the days because it looked like a blade, but right. you got to hold down two seconds up kick. The computer doesn't do that. He could walk forward and just do it. Bison could just walk forward and do a cycle crusher, but it's really charged back two seconds. The computer right. cheated in the in those Street Fighter games because that's what they did back then. Arcades were designed, e even Double Dragon. I, I could never, I could never get past the second or third level. You know, the one with the females. I I don't know if they had whips or whatever. Or mm -hmm. the, I forgot. And the, but those games were designed to take out money, not you right. know like. And uh, and and it, it was no different with Street Fighter. They cheated. <laughs> they cheated by having uh, better access to the moves than us. We got to do the real inputs. They don't have to do the real inputs. They're just programming, and stuff just comes out. And uh, that was designed to eat out quarters. And then, in my opinion, you know. So. Oh yeah, no question. No, no yeah. question. Yeah, it was. It was definitely a business. That's for sure. Um. So, for me, the 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 last thing when it came to like super Nintendo and stuff was like, I think it was street fighter three alpha. Does that sound, yes. does that sound right? Is that, um, was that the... street fighter alpha three? It came out on a uh, PlayStation and it was in the arcades. You're talking about that one, right? But wasn't it also on super Nintendo? Uh, that was street fighter alpha two. That was in super Nintendo. I never owned it, but I remember going to my friend's house and he had it. It was, it, it was slower, but it, they made it work like it's still a, it's still a decent title but the game ran uh a pretty slow uh, you know in comparison to uh, the arcade version obviously and uh, okay yeah but and and i never uh, yeah. i never played it it was one of those games i always saw in toys r us and then now it's one of those games that's like it's kind of expensive on super nintendo like as far as a, like for collectors and whatnot like yeah it it was like the the end of the life cycle so it didn't really get picked up all that much. And I, like I said, every time I go into Toys R Us, I'm like, why do they have so many copies of this Street Fighter game? But I think I was in there buying like 64 games at that point. You know what I mean? So, yes. Uh, and then Probably like, for 90 bucks, huh? For 64 games. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And so, but I mean, for me, the, the you know, S Street Fighter, I got back into it in four but yes. during that era, like Mortal Kombat was around. I was still playing that a ton. And then um, uh, Killer Instinct was like my jam like that. That probably I probably played more Killer Instinct on on Super Nintendo than than maybe even Street Fighter, because I was like, I want to learn every combo I want. Like, I just love that whole that whole 
just the premise of it where it was like it was like you're trying to inflict as much damage as possible and as quickly as possible with just by these different inputs and and i loved it where it's like street fighter felt like a little more like like you know uh offense defense punish that kind of thing um yeah, it's like more technical and uh, yes. Killer Instinct was more flashy. I, I I got I got a little bit of history with uh, Killer Instinct as well too, but not, but nothing competitive. But I remember I ran away from home, uh, you know, like, and I went to one of my cousin's house, you know, but from my uncle's side, so he wasn't really blood. And okay. I stood with him for a couple of days, and that was the first time I played Donkey Kong Country, and he had Killer Instinct, uh-huh. and I remember using Orchid. And I was just mashing stuff and I'm just like doing ultra combos. And I'm just like, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but it looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then the stage depths, you know, there was some Mortal Kombat tones in there, you know, like some influence right. on there. Uh, that was a fantastic game on uh, Super Nintendo. Soundtrack was was great. That's that's rare, though. Rare always had great uh, soundtracks throughout their games. You know, throughout oh, they their history. did. Yeah, a- absolutely. So you like... Did you play through, like, did you, have you stuck with Street Fighter all the way through or have you had some breaks? Uh, I have stuck with uh, Street Fighter uh, when, like, after Street Fighter 2, you know, like, I was always, it was always casual competitive. So when I say when you're good, casual competitive is you're probably beating everybody in the household type uh, deal. So, like, I didn't really get to test myself until Street Fighter 4 a little bit. And then Street Fighter Five. I was in the military when Street Fighter Four came out, so um, I was in Afghanistan, and we had I had to wait. We we had to wait like a month to get the mail, and I felt like a Chris. <laughs> I felt like a kid at Christmas when I got uh, Street Fighter Four, and I immediately was was hiding in my tent, just get, trying to get away from work. But I, and I was playing a little bit. Of, you know, <laughs> I was playing so Street Fighter Four, but nobody played with me. So like with me being well me being in the military when i retired in 2014 it was at the end of the life cycle and i didn't get a chance to like really like do any tournaments i started doing tournaments in street fighter 5 you know because now i was able to put more time on that but uh i i play street fighter 5 almost every day and um it'll be street fighter 6 as well so and i do tournaments like i try to do tournaments like a few every week, but back then I used to do 10 tournaments a month when I used to travel offline. So that's the long story short, like in terms of, uh, you know, like the competition stuff. So, so you're talking like in-person tournaments. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I started doing tournaments when street fighter five came out like consistently. So I found a local area. It was like a local church, but it was like in a basketball court. And, um, it was just smaller tournaments. So that was me, you know, like, like breaking in. And then in 2017, I moved to uh, the Columbus area and it was in a barcade. So it's called 16 bit. And I'm sure they're around other areas too. And, uh, and there's video footages of those too, but like, um, and I was honing my craft. I was honing my craft on that. And uh, I was just leveling up, you know, like I had, that's the weeklies. So the weeklies, I don't want to get too long winded, but the but the weeklies is like every Monday and it's just like local. So like, you know, like if this is where you practice, this is where you hone your craft. This is where you get the experience where you start handling the pressure. And then it's like different tiers of of of, of different levels. You got weeklies then you got monthlies. The monthlies 
is going to be like the best from the state, you know, showing up. Then after the monthlies, then there's regionals. The regionals is the best within that region. So like if, if, if you're in the Midwest, you're going to have people from Detroit, Chicago, Indianapolis, Ohio, et cetera, Louisiana, I think Louisiana, uh, Kentucky, sorry. And, uh, and then you got majors, which I'll be going to potentially this weekend. It's called Combo Breaker. The majors is where you get the best players from the world showing up. So it's different tiers. And um, yeah, in 2018, when I started leaving my region, I did 120 tournaments, at least 120 tournaments. I found all the brackets that I've done. It was logged in. And I did over 50 miles of driving because I can't take planes. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a lot of tournaments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, but it was a great experience. I met uh, great people and stuff. And, uh, you know, in 2019, I did less. Did, did about 30,000 miles. And then uh, the whole COVID thing started happening. And then, you know, I just, you know, uh, we stopped traveling, you know, because, like, uh, we, we had the social distancing stuff. And then uh, people were closing down their businesses, you know. So, yeah, uh, but that, <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's 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 crazy. And now, I mean, I get to see your clips periodically on Twitter and it's just it's it's unbelievable. And uh, I kind of want to like I kind of want to dive into like what was the journey like for you getting into the competitive scene? Uh, the journey is it's. There's some it's it's a lot of good, you know, and um now, now, competitively, you know, when I get immersed, I know how to separate it. But when I get immersed into it, you know, like, you know, like th there's some disappointing losses and stuff. But I was a student of the game. I was my worst critic, you know. So, but like, you're in the spotlight, you know. Like when, when they call you up for the stream match, they got you there. They got the camera on you. They got the, you got the people in the Twitch chat. You already know how that is. And sometimes I'll be. You know, if you're in a higher stakes tournament, there's like 20,000 viewers, you know, and everybody's you're reading it for the first time. And it's just like everybody's just crapping on you like, oh, you, you know, like at first it could be disheartening. But like I don't look at it as much. It's just like it, it's just like sports, like like when people watch sports, you know, I, I just picture the guy with the beer and the couch just, you know, playing coach. And it, <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> They're the, the subject matter expert, uh, um, the it's at first when I did tournaments, I was just like, we know like the Evo champs, like you said, like, you know, and we got some of the best players in the world. And I'm just like, I don't think I could keep up with the, you know, like when you first, when I first played, I was just, like, eh. you know, I'm just doing this for fun, but I still, I'm still competitive and I want to see if I could reach my best. And uh, that was times I did run into some of the best players in the world and I won some games on them, you know? So I was just like, the, I'm not at their level, but I, I took some games off them, some in bracket and some offline. And I was just like, wow. There's actually like, like when, when you do stuff like that, like the payoff and uh, going back to when you was talking about um, Dead or Alive 4, when you were saying that, oh, I was doing this jump in heavy attack or whatever. And then there was extra layers on it. So the beauty of fighting games is that it, it, it's, it's ever evolving. So like, if you want to remain competitive, you have to update your play style. Got to kind of keep up with the meta too, because there's updates. You know, like you, I, I, I'm not a meta chaser. I just stick with what character feels the best for me, and you know, and I make the best with the tools that I have. But it's studying the frame data, 
it's running sets with the character specialist. A character specialist is, you know, someone who's almost like at a very strong level with that character just to gain the experience and um, labbing, you know, it's just like, it's really a lot to get really good in fighting games. And I have thousands of hours logged in. I'm talking about 4,000 hours at least. And that's just on the PC version. So I'm, I'm putting, you know, Tears of the Kingdom hours on, on, on Street Fighter. And it's really, it's real. Like, it's ever-evolving. So, like I was saying, like, uh, like, like when you was playing Dead or Alive 4, there are ex extra layers. When you get to that competitive level, like, just like when I was watching your TikTok videos on uh, Mario Kart uh, Deluxe, like, those extra layers... Those little tips that, that 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 you were sharing and those extra those extra layers just to get a little extra boost and just to you know shave off a couple of seconds in the you know and, and or maintain right. your lead or whatever the, that that stuff that you was putting in uh, like Mario Kart and I've been in your lobbies you know so like so there's there's that potential like it's it's similar stuff you're finding extra, anything little extra just to you know, just just to give you that boost, you know, if if, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. And the thing that, like, I feel like, like, because, I mean, I never, I never got competitive with Street Fighter, but with Smash, like, it was one of those things that, like, you know, so humbling as, like, okay, I'm going to stream myself just getting destroyed all the time so I can get better, yeah. right? Like, and... And it's still one of those games that, like, it, I don't know that outside of fighting games. I mean, first-person shooters is where my, like, where my, like, I'm super, super passionate about it. But, again, I play those way too aggressively because I could dominate everybody at home or, like, my friend group. Yes. But but then when I get out and play against other people of the, like, similar skill or whatever, I'm like, oh, they're, they're having to play smarter. You know, I, like, I look at my son, like, the way he plays Call of Duty, it's like, he's like he could put on a clinic continue he could be coaching like no question because it's like he doesn't just think about like his gunplay he's thinking about every all the lines he's like i've played this scenario so many times there's almost always somebody right there to the point that like they think he's cheating like he hits he gets called out in tournaments when they have to go and like pc check him and stuff because because they're just like how did you know i was there and he's like i've just it's the same scenario every time there's only so many lanes this is like, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's, it's where it's where you just, you just learn it. Right. And so, but with smash, it was like, it's like, it's, if you enjoy problem solving, fighting games are one of those things that like you will continually have a problem to solve because you may try a technique. I mean, crawler and I have played against each other so many times that like I will dominate him and then he will learn. And then he will start to dominate me. And then, and then it just, then I have to adapt and yep. get back, you know, get back into, uh, get back into dominating him. And we just go, we just go back and forth. There's always this, you have to adapt. You have to change the way you play. You can't just, yep. you, you can't just as, uh, assume that this is going to work. You know, it's just like when I played street fighter and it was, it was the, the heavy kick to the sweep and, then a fireball over and over and over again yeah. or a sonic boom or whatever the case may be is like no if you don't if you don't adapt and start learning some other techniques you're just gonna get you're just gonna get smoked and so it's i i love that aspect of of like i can jump into smash right now and maybe beat a few people and then get and then get dominated right and then 
and then it, it it's I, I don't get upset by it. I get I, it pushes me. It makes me want to improve. It makes me want to get it makes me want to get better. And uh, and you were talking about like, you know, just all the tournaments like I miss going to locals with with other Smash players because like there's just there's you're hanging out with your people. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it's, 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 there's something to that. It's just the, the community aspect of it and everything. And so it, it, it's so much more than just a, than just a handful of pixels on the screen. Like I was saying, like there's the yeah. the, the community, the, the way you challenge yourself. And like, you know, so many smash players I've talked to are like, yo, smash has made me a better person. Like it makes me take on different challenges in life better because of, because of, like, if you want to learn this, you've got to be patient. You've got to, you've got to keep practicing. Like, you know, it's, it's like no different than, than playing a musical instrument or anything that you want to excel at in life. You've got to put the time in, you've got to put the hours in. And, and it's, you know, as funny as it is talking about like, you know, a fighting game that I wasn't supposed to play. Like it really, it, it, it really helps you in, in other areas of your life as well. And I'm sure you can attest to that. I definitely agree with that because like, I'm big on managing finances, right? So like when I like when you play, I guess Street Fighter Four, since that's one of the recent ones you played, or even Street Fighter Five, um, I like to manage my meter correctly, which is very important. You gotta manage, you know, so that's that's another way. And those sets that you were having with uh Nightcrawler, you know, <laughs> shout out to Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. And he's coming at you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> and um like how you guys were adapting to each other and creating those layers. So there's a benefit to running those long sets. Now, there's a detriment of running long sets with just only one person. The detriment is that you will only get used to his play style. And then when you play someone else, their play style might throw you off because you're so used to his. But the benefit of you running those matches where you adapted to each other, now you're self-reflecting in the middle of that. What am I doing wrong? I have to make self-adaptations for yourself. And you're learning the matchup. And you're adapting to his stuff. So now those extra layers that you're adding to your gameplay, it's going to carry over now. Now now you got more extra tools in your toolbox now. Now you got extra layers and, and you, you got to plan A, B, and potentially a C now. You know, so you can still play your regular style. But if you're if that one's not working, you know how to like adapt now based on the matches that you had with uh, Nightcrawler. But then again, Smash is a very difficult game. I've I've been in a Smash tournament before, and, and yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't even stand a chance. <laughs> and 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 it was uh, the one on the GameCube uh, Brawl. Oh, melee or uh... oh melee melee yeah. Yeah, Brawl's the, the one on the Wii. I, yeah. I, I get them confused. The, yeah, that's the slow one. But like Melee, yeah. I, I was in a Melee tournament before. And I was, they're dashing all over the place with Star Fox. And I'm just like, I don't even know what I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, and that's, I mean, when I go from Smash, and then I remember when, you know, the Street Fighter, like the, the there was some kind of like HD remix. I have that one as well. And then the 30th, yeah. uh, 30th anniversary came out. Um, and, but I even like, so I remember on the 360 when the, when street fighter two HD came out, I don't know if you remember that one also, yes. but like, um, at, but it was the same kind of thing. The majority of my friends on Xbox live, I could just smoke them. And they were like, what is going on here? Like how come, but all I was doing was the same moves over and over again. Right. Like they just had no yeah. way. They just, they, they weren't used to, they, they didn't, they, they weren't adapting at all. They weren't they weren't doing anything so i was just able to just basically school them like that and so the uh the thing that i realized though when i got back to street fighter after playing smash is like this game is so slow 
and I'm like, I don't even, I feel like I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. Like, like, but it's, you know, going back into street fighter now, and I, I would love to spend some time, especially in six, I have the demo on my, on my series X. I need to play, uh, like I, now that I have a better understanding of like neutral game and, yes. you know, punishing and, and, and just the, the, the way I play fighting games now versus before, uh, it, it just, it, I just have to spend enough time with street fighter to get used to it again. And that's something that I haven't done. I haven't spent enough time with it to really get, um, just get used to it anymore coming off of smash because smash is just so fast and chaotic. Yeah. Like I think you're, uh, I played a little bit of six. I, I think six is going to be the most, um, I don't know. I was making two comparisons in two of my recent streams. Um, I think Street Fighter Six is going to be uh, the most influential Street Fighter since Street Fighter Four, but it's going to be the most popular Street Fighter since Street Fighter Two. Because Street Fighter Two was a blow up on arcades and Super Nintendo. Like uh, I think it had one of the best selling fighting games at that time, or like two two plus million at that time. And um, Four didn't have the influence sales wise. It didn't have the mass appeal. But I feel like Street Fighter is going to have Street Fighter for the first time since Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 6 is going to have potential mass appeal on, on, on this one. So it's going to be easy to learn, and it's going to be hard to master. This one's definitely going to be hard to master, but it's, I, I played it. I think, it's, uh, I, I think it's an awesome game, even though I'm not vibing with it yet because I'm still used to Street Fighter 5. But like, I, think it's, uh, I think this one's a good one. Um, I think this one's a good one to get back into. You know? and, uh, and in my opinion, um, like, like when it comes to uh, fighting games, it's fighting games are so artistic and, and creative is that we all approach it differently. So as long as you do, you know, like there's that, uh, oh, what's that called? Social influence or like social pressure or, you know, like for gaming and stuff. Oh, you didn't beat this game. Oh, you don't know how to do this combo yet. I don't, uh, I don't fall into that. We just play it the way you want it, because in my opinion, you have to enjoy what you're doing first before like, before you decide to deep dive into it, you know, like if you don't like right. it and then you're going to try hard on it, I, I feel like the passion might not be there, but if you could love it first and then love it enough to like, okay, you know what? I think I want to compete on this because when you compete, I don't care what game you're playing. It's going to be a love and hate relationship. You know? so, but that's in my opinion on that or from my perspective. No, I agree. I agree. Like, and that's, that's what's been hard for me to try to like dive into street fighter you know, or even any of the fighting games, the new killer instinct that, you know, it's not new anymore. I mean, it's, it's, it's probably 10, almost 10 years old. I'm thinking, but, yeah. uh, but then, you know, even like mortal Kombat and stuff, it's like, I feel more casual going into them, which is fine. I still, I still have yeah. a good, a good time with it, but there's that competitive side of me. That's like, ah, oh, I really want to, I want to understand this game again, but it's like the, the time it's, you know, it's like you were talking about, like you go, you can play tears of the kingdom for, for 4,000 hours, or you can play, uh, you can play street fighter, you know, <laughs> like, like it's, uh, it's, it, it's where you're, it's, it's where you're, you, you have to have that passion to put that much time into it also. Cause with that, yes. without that passion, there's no, you know, you're not going to do it. There's no, there's no way. Yeah. But, yeah. But also this, um, like once you start learning to train, because this is what I'm learning now. I, I I put so many hours because, you know, like I like the game, but I also compete on it. And I also put a lot of training. So I wasn't like training effectively. You there is there is a way to train effectively where you don't have to put that many hours. It's quality over quantity and you can still get better on that. You know, like there's it's, there there's ways to do it. So you don't have to put thousands of hours to get good, in my opinion. You know, like obviously it is. 
you know, in the long term, but like that's if you like it, whatever. But like, you know, like you could be go with, with with a good maybe ten hours or something, you know, just get something basic, and then you just layer it, layer it up from there. And like you said, you're 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 casual, but you got that competitive edge. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go in this game kind of casual myself, even though I'm I'm a competitor. I'm I'm gonna go in, you know, casual competitive because I have to be patient. I have to temper my expectations because like, you know, like I, I got a lot of tournament victories and you know, strong performances, obviously a lot of disappointments, more disappointments than victories. And this is not the same game. So I'm starting with scratch. I'm gonna be patient. I got to check my competitive ego to the side a little bit, even though it's there, you know, like <laughs> it's not toxic, you know, like it's not toxic, but like it's someone there, like, because I truly believe we got to believe in ourselves in order for others to believe in, in you, you know, like, like, for example, oh, yeah. like your like, like, like your podcast has been growing, you know, uh, pretty good and all like, like you've been getting some success and congratulations, but I guarantee you that you had to believe in yourself to get up and keep the consistency going. And then now you got people like me and others or like, you know, cheering for you to keep going, you know? So like, we believe in you now, but I'm sure you have to believe in yourself for that, right? You you know, what's crazy is, uh, it, it wasn't until recently that I did. It was not until, like, I just was like, I'm just gonna, like, I'm just gonna be consistent and do this, you know? But it wasn't yeah. until like, I mean, I'm talking like therapy and everything. We want to get a little deep here. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it wasn't until until recently that my that my mindset shifted to where it was like, like, because 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 my mindset was so poor, I needed the I needed some like some outside source to validate me before yes. I could validate myself. Right. Because I started celebrating the wins on NPC as like yo this is like this morning it was the number two like for nintendo the keyword nintendo was number two next to the nintendo power podcast which is going away right i was above ign today which i haven't there's very few times that i see it above ign but the crazy thing is is i've been there since nine months after the show came out but i never once looked at it as a good thing because i was looking at other metrics as as a means of success right and so just changing that mindset, uh, which is something I did early on when it came to like Smash Bros. It was like, yo, my success is my growth, not not me winning every match because I would never I would never be celebrating anything because you're not going to win every match, you know, but yeah. my my growth was what I was celebrating. And that's what I've had. to. That's what I've. So, yeah, the as the as the mindset has shifted, um, so has the. Uh, the vibe shifts, right? And then your vibe brings your tribe, and then boom, you're winning. Yep. Oh, you are you you are definitely winning. You guys are killing it. You 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 and the whole crew, like you know, like I'm a little bit behind on your podcast, but like I I just finished the one uh, previous uh, t- to this. Uh, like I said earlier, it was a is a Tears of the Kingdom, a perfect game, and you guys brought excellent points. I don't know if it was I don't know if it was cheesy or Nightcrawler, but like they went deep. When when they were talking about the technical masterpiece that uh, Tears of the Kingdom is, which I I I believe so too that it's a technical masterpiece. But they mentioned something about the rewind and how it keeps track of all the 3D objects. I I wasn't thinking about it like that, but it keeps track of all the 3D objects where like you 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 could get on any object in the game, and you know like yeah, I'm I'm just saying like you got a great team on 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 your podcast, you know. 
no question i love i i love the guys they're they're, they're great so um well hey this has been uh this has been great i think we're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to you know have you on again to to you know chat maybe just some uh just some more nintendo because i'm i'm guessing you've got uh you've got a little more history with nintendo other than street fighter huh yes i <laughs> yeah i have a I have a deep history with Nintendo and actually, uh, you know, like before we go, I firmly believe that Nintendo has the best IPs. Hear me out here. IPs, for example, on the Wii U, I felt like they phoned it in with some of their good IPs like Star Fox Zero or whatever the hell that, mm-hmm. that, that fell flat in my opinion. But like Star Fox 64 is one of my favorite games of all time. And I would love something like that. You know, we got F-Zero, you know, like it's like Metroid is one of my favorite uh, franchises of all time. You know, like on um, like Metroid Prime is like, I think my favorite game, like now, like, you know, like it, it shifts at times, but Metroid Prime is one of my favorite games of all time. You know, and, and, and I feel like when Nintendo's on their back, they, you know, like if they could fix Paper Mario. So that's why I said specifically IPs, like, 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 like if we could get another like GameCube style, like Paper Mario, that, that would be like a thousand year door. That, that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, I I could talk Nintendo all day. I could talk sixty four, Super Nintendo. I yeah. Well, we're <laughs> I don't want to get on that. We're, we're gonna have to do it. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. Let people know where they can uh, where they can connect with you. Uh, you guys could connect with me on xdsc underscore hitman on Twitter, on YouTube, which my YouTube channel is a little dormant, but I did put some of my tournament uh, matches on there too. So it's um fgc dash hitman and if you guys want to follow me on twitch it is fgc underscore hitman i do stream my street fighter uh five gameplay tournament matches here and there i will be doing street fighter six but i also variety stream and i uh, i'm currently doing tears of the kingdom resident evil like i play just about every genre outside of rts games and RPGs a little bit because there's so many hours I got. And and if I play RPGs, I'm going to spend too much time. So, yeah. Your, there you your go. Your Street Fighter will start slipping if you uh, <laughs> if you spend too much time uh, too much time with the RPGs. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today. I really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye now. Thank you. Later.